Thank you for tuning into the podcast. In this episode, I'd like to share some reflections on what can be a very challenging topic for parents, how to talk with your teen about sex. Let's start with a few incontrovertible facts. Teens have questions about sex, and they will search for answers. We adults have a few choices here. We can give them good, accurate information, or we can hold our breath and hope for the best, which means that kids will get bad information either from each other or worse, from pornography. Studies demonstrate that when we talk with teens about sex, they are more likely to make responsible choices about this part of their life. And it is worth mentioning that there is absolutely no evidence that having these conversations gives them ideas or makes them more likely to engage in sexual activity. As a Presbyterian pastor friend of mine observed, when sex is talked about, put into perspective, and demythologized of its power, young people begin to see it as a part of life as God has given it, not as a God in life that must be experienced. I realize that talking about this topic can feel awkward and embarrassing, especially as we adults are well aware of our own insecurities around the topic and our past histories. But having these talks with young people is a sign of our care, concern, and love for them. They will all, at some point, need to make consequential consequential decisions about sex. Let's give them the tools and information to make values-based choices that are in line with their true self, in line with the kind of person they are meant to be. I'd like to briefly explore three points. First, we recognize that the energy of sexuality and romantic love is deeply spiritual. The Bible dedicates an entire book, the Song of Songs, to extolling how wonderful and sacred sex is. This text is in a way trying to say that sexuality is one of the best parts of being human. Scripture also contains a lot of rules, fences, and taboos around sex. I think this is because our ancestors in faith realized that we are dealing with a very powerful, sacred energy that taps into God's creative power. This energy needs to be honored and treated reverently. I'm sure we can all think of instances where sex, when misused, has caused incalculable harm. In summary, sexuality is a part of our spirituality. And the authors of our biblical tradition wanted us to know that sex is a gift from God and not something to be ashamed of, that God is in it. Second, let's help young people to clarify their values about sex. Discussion of values encourages clear articulation. This will prove helpful in situations that challenge or call those values into question. Values-oriented questions to explore could include, for example, What is sex for? Is it just pleasure? Is it just making babies? Is it about bonding two people who are in a loving relationship? Is it only for married people? Or we might explore what is or isn't appropriate sexual behavior for a young person. When we talk about our values and discern what they are, we are in a position to let those values guide our choices rather than making distorted choices in the heat of the moment. A great example of a value about sex and relationship, relationships is communication. I often remind my students that if you can't look your partner in the eye and talk about what you want to do, you shouldn't be doing it.
we can role model for them what mature, healthy, authentic communication about sexuality looks like. Third, let's help them name and set boundaries. The notion of talking with a partner about boundaries sounds very awkward and uncomfortable for any teen, or adult for that matter. But it is ten times more awkward when a boundary is crossed that one did not realize was there. Boundaries protect and preserve relationships. We set them because we care about others and ourselves. I tell my students, it's okay for you to say to a partner, I'm comfortable with X, but I'm not ready for Y. It's also helpful to highlight for kids that boundary conversations can be challenging because we might discover that we're not on the same page with this person that we've had a huge crush on. Again, it's actually easier to talk about boundaries than to endure the hurt and frustration that comes with stumbling through a boundary. And let's add one more thing, consent. A wise mentor told me that he explains consent to his students like this. If you are going to do something that will have an impact on someone's, someone's body, name, image, or reputation, you need to have their consent. And consent can be withdrawn at any time. What we've outlined here is but a beginning. Perhaps these reflections could be an entry to an ongoing dialogue with your teen about sex, sexuality, healthy relationships, and the ways of love and romance. These are among the most charged and complicated areas of human experience. So let's not leave them to navigate such turbulent waters alone. Authentic, heartfelt conversations now can help them make sound, soulful choices over a lifetime. Thank you for listening. And let's close with a moment of quiet meditation. <laughs>